0: This is a Media 8 production. This podcast may have explicit themes and swearing and may not be suitable for children.
1: The first beer goes down easy. It's bubbly, it's sweet, tickles the back of your throat. The
0: second beer is starting to enjoy it. You kick back, get a bit more relaxed. But it's the
1: third beer, Brett. It is. It's the third beer there where you hit that vibe, a certain mellowness comes over. It's a golden light nectar, I would describe. The pub turns into a very happy place and you've hit that spot that's just right.
0: And our third beer is a special guest each week that we get to interview and have a chat to not only about the beer, but also about life and other stuff that men don't talk about. I'm Brett McCallum. I'm Chris Dixon. And we'd like to
1: talk about the third beer. Hello, buddy, how are ya? I am uh, excited. Oh, you got no beard, what's happened? It's gone. It's gone. It's, oh, good. it's still there. Eh? It's called spring cleaning. Spring clean. Yeah, oh, it was, was really such good. a lovely beard. It was. I loved it. it was, yeah, I know. felt like, you, you look like
0: about 20 years younger
1: actually. Yeah, that's what I get. I get disappointment from the men in my life. They yeah. all go, wow, I love that beard. Such a good beard. And then the women tell me I look 10 years younger. So, uh, yeah, it goes either way. Oh, there you go. And it's good because I'm excited. I'm really excited about our guest today. It's a bit of spontaneity uh, how it's all occurred. So it's that's awesome synchronicity. Yeah, because originally it was just you and I going to have a chat. We were,
0: then I got a text saying we've got a guest.
1: I got a phone call.
0: Here he is. Rock and roll. It's going to be awesome. How are you doing, brother? What's been happening? I'm doing awesome today. I played the best nine holes of golf I've ever played in my life. Did you shoot a 41 off the stick?
1: Oh, nice. A five over
0: par it was for nine holes. Damn good. I had seven birdie putts. I missed every one of them, but I had seven birdie putts. Mate, I was on fire. Back nine wasn't as good, but I won by 20 strokes. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a oh, swath there. Pump.
1: There you go. Well hey, done. How good's that? You're just getting
0: better and better. Mate, oh, yeah, I was pretty happy. I was
1: just in the, in the zen mode this morning. It was really good. Really loving Not it. Not to make you feel bad, but I had, a, I had a client the other day who used to be quite a good golfer. Hasn't played for three years. Came yeah. back at his first game of golf. Yeah, got five over for 18.
0: Well, there you go. Well, I'm not a good golfer, and I still got that, so I'm (laughs) fucking better than him. Anyway, just let me ask you a question, right? We've gone with Bolter this week again, and I'm going to read that out in a minute. What's this plastic thing on top? Now, like, there's the four cans. They now come instead of a six-pack, they come in four packs. They can charge you more, I reckon. But then there's this plastic thing, and you were saying something about dolphins. I'm confused.
1: Yeah, you'd have to read the pack, but I think they're designed to be, uh, you know, uh, environmentally friendly. But They're they're plastic. Yeah, but they don't end up in the uh, ocean killing wildlife. They're like special
0: ones that just don't float or something.
1: I'm not sure. I'm not sure how yeah. it works. But we we should find out more about that. 100% PCR. Loving to hear the environmentally friendly use. Should we crack one open? We're got to read it first. Oh.
0: Sensible like contributing to your super fund with the pleasure of riding a supercharged jet ski. This ale balances refined malt undertones against vivacious hop notes to round out a full taste and mouthfeel. That defies its mid strength nature. Perfect for those who like to keep a lid on it, but still want to crack the top off a couple. From us to you with enjoyment. It's called Captain Sensible from Bolter. I'll try and crack it. One sec.
1: Captain Sensible.
0: It's me, Captain Sensible. Oh, shit. Oh, that wasn't too bad. That was
1: nice. All right, here we go. Oh, the aroma.
0: Oh, best yet.
1: My third beer, let's crack yours open. I'll give it a go. Oh, oh, always cool. wins, doesn't it? Just Cheers, brother. In. Cheers, biggies. Cheers, mate. He's, He's, done He's done it before. There you go. You
0: he can smell it, can't you?
1: That's a good thing about a bolter. Plenty of flavour. Oh, wow. Tasty. Taste the mould. Oh, I like that. Anyway, buddy, who have we got today? We have got a guy called Terry. Hello, Terry, aka I'm going to refer to him as as I know him as he's in my phone. Magpie, Magpie. Yeah. So I met uh, Magpie. Oh, must have been geez, six, seven years ago on yeah. the on the on the front lawn of a of a shared friend's house, and uh, he was going through a very interesting but difficult process. And uh, it was right at that moment that we all came together, and uh, uh, an amazing kind of journey occurred. And, uh, you know, he ended up, uh, the reason we call him Magpie is because he had this, at that time when he was going through a really difficult process, he had this uh, little bit of a mystical kind of connection with these Magpies that would come and hang out and have a chat, and uh, was kind of a great centering space for him in that difficult space. Since then, he's been on an awesome journey, and uh, we're about to uh, explore that today, so welcome Magpie. Thank you very much. Thanks wow. for having me. Very
2: unexpected, travelling uh down from Brissy, down the uh, the M one, uh, unexpectedly an hour ago. So here I am. <laughs> Not yeah. a bad time of day to do it
0: though, because like I tell you, in about three hours, you wouldn't want to be travelling this way down the coast. Exactly right. Come down for a beer. What better? What better way? Welcome Magpie. Do you mind you. if we call you Magpie, or is Terry? What, what do you, no, you prefer? Magpie
1: is good. Magpie yep. good. All right, mate. So it's been a, it's been a long time. I've just uh, clacked out there. Um, so uh, tell us about your journey. Tell us about uh, where it started, how you got to here, and I'm really keen to hear about the, the last five years because uh, it's, it's been a long while.
2: Yeah, look, it's, uh, it's certainly been a very um, very long and interesting journey uh, thus far. Yeah. Um, I'm uh, an Indigenous person. Um, it's uh, a country, which is north, uh, northwestern New South Wales, Basically, it follows the, uh, the Murray-Darling River from Wilkenya down to, to the Murray. Um, and Barker means water. So, we're literally translation is uh, we the people of the river or people of the water. say that, river people.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah river people.
2: Yeah. Um, so, my, my Nan was uh, one of the stolen generation as they most are, um, you know, when they're 80, 90 years old. Um, she passed away a couple of years ago now. Um, and that was, uh, that was uh, a part of the journey. Um, certainly I had strong ties with, uh, my, my nan and, um, in commemoration of that. I actually got my first tattoo, uh, which is quite, uh, quite a big one on the, on the sleeve. Up, mate. Look at those That's biceps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mate, look, look at the guns. Look yeah. hey. those. Hey. <laughs> What's the tattoo? It's uh, commemoration. Uh, so it's, uh, the river waterfall. So it's to commem- commemorate our, our country. Landscape. Yeah. That's the awesome. landscape, Great the, river, the, water, the waterfall, so.
0: Where'd you get that done?
2: Uh, it's in place in Brisbane called Ink They're actually on um, no free ads, but shout out to Ink That's sick. Yeah, Ink Sane was on uh, on
1: Project the other night. Actually, oh, okay. they, they
2: interviewed the owners. So it was quite interesting that 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 come up.
1: <laughs> and that's that's a beautiful intro because you you've truly embraced uh, your heritage and culture now. But when I first met you, that was it's a very it was a very difficult space for you to to incorporate, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, most so definitely. Just, uh, you know, growing up,
2: um, you know, it was something that uh, it wasn't talked about. We knew, you know, I knew of the history, um, of our history and our, our culture, but it's not something, you know, that, that was brought up. You know, it was always uh, teased about. You know, I'm, you know, if you look at me, I'm, I'm the, whitest, the whitest black fellow that you probably ever see. Um, but, um, you know, at school it was always being teased and, and that sort of thing when you say that you're, you're Aboriginal culture. Um, and it just sort of went into the background, and it was something that you know I kept, um, kept aside the, and kept hidden
1: to the point, yeah, where you openly rejected that part of your world,
2: didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it? most definitely. It's, uh, it's something that I, you know, yes, I'm you know, I knew I was Aboriginal, but it's something I didn't that, that put out to the, the, the world. Um, and the you,
1: people you don't, don't look
0: know, Aboriginal as and as you mentioned, take so a look at the nose. <laughs> you
1: no, know, I think when, <laughs> you,
0: have a look, when you look, mum or dad, you look, how, uh, it's on my mother's side, on your mother's yeah, side, yeah, so my. Um,
2: my uh, great grandmother. Um, it was full blood. She was the, one of the last full blood Aboriginals to die on the same mission that my um, grandmother was taken from. Wow. In, in New South Wales. So, and she died um, probably about five, six years ago now. And she was like 103. And my my, my nan died, and she was 93. So, um, her her journey was just amazing as well. You know, the more I started looking into the the story of Nan. And what she went through, and what you know, what uh, our people went through, it's, it's just astounding. You know, it's just not something. You know, it's openly um, out there um, for you know a lot of good reasons. You know, there's there's a lot of comparisons from, for me when I look at it to you know what the Nazis did to the, the Jews. There's no difference.
0: When you said before you you were having problems with it, and is that you accepting it or people accepting you? Uh, or
2: both? I, I think a bit of both, me accepting it, um, but then, then getting the ridicule going, Aboriginal, what are you talking about? You're a white you know, fella. What what part of you is Aboriginal? Yeah. And that's where it starts. You know, it's what part, How? what percentage are you? Well, it's not a percentage. It's, you know, I'm Aboriginal descent. And my great-grandmother was a full-blown, full-blood Aboriginal lady.
1: Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm Aboriginal. It's hard to escape the language though, isn't it? Because yes. even then when you say full blood, we're talking about percentages. C- and, correct. Yeah. And, and we confuse it with yep. it's your connection to country yep. and your connection to the, to the people that's yeah. fundamentally more important than what percentage exactly. your DNA is. Yeah, exactly.
2: It's, it's, it is it's it is the culture.
1: And so, and you've embraced, and this embracing of your cultural heritage and who you truly are was was a bit of a breaking point, wasn't it? Because you, you tried to fight it, reject it for so long, and it's just been wearing you down like a hungry well, wolf, man. No, most definitely. <laughs> and and, 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 and uh, it's,
2: it's not just, it's, for me, it
1: wasn't just about
2: uh, the Aboriginality. It was you know, what makes it, I guess, worse uh, is I'm a male. So you put the two together. Males don't generally talk about this sort of stuff the way i'm Males talking don't about.
1: Talk about most stuff most stuff exactly. well I, I have a different way <laughs> oh, your <laughs> and you're, you're right but it was difficult
2: for you to open up wasn't it yeah definitely definitely it's it uh, wasn't until, you know um how long ago now probably uh, be just before i met you i guess eight eight nine years ago i was uh sitting on the, on the back deck um having a glass of wine and uh just thinking to myself there's there's got to be more to this, you know, get to a stage where the clouds are rolling in and everything's dark, and you know it's it's the you know dealing with the heritage, it's dealing with life it's dealing with your feelings it's dealing with all that sort of stuff, and it just got to the point where I need something there's got to be something more than what what what's happening with me now
1: um enter Martin Hilbert. Yes, um, good, Martin. Good mate of, uh, you know, Tizz tes- magpie. They'd known each other working in mm. Uh Martin went on to own like, a, you know, a $10 million investment property portfolio. Big kind of high-flying executives they were together. And both these blokes at the same time have a little bit of an unravelling, I suppose. Mm. And Martin cracked open into this uh, space of love. Do you remember it? Yeah, most yeah. most definitely. It's <laughs> it's, it's funny,
2: how our, our, our paths, I've, I've known Martin, you know, since I was probably about 20, 21 years old. That kind of so that's, you know, um, 30, 30 years ago I've known Martin for. And, you know, we, we've lost track with each other. You know, we worked for Coles uh, at, uh, I first met Martin at um, Toowoomba, Toowoomba Coles, um, and went from there and he left, left uh, uh, sorry, Dolby Coles it was, not Toowoomba, and he um, ended up leaving Coles and opening a candy shop in Toowoomba and we sort of kept, you know, kept ties. Um, and then over the years, as we do, we, we parted ways and, you know, lost contact and all that sort of stuff. And, and it was probably, I don't know, six, seven years ago, I was uh, repping in um, Cairns as a, as a uh, Pepsi rep. And I remember walking across the road at uh, Yorkie's Knob from a, from a cafe. And this car's come flying past me and it's almost run me over. And I've, you know, I've taken aback back and I've kept on walking. Next minute I hear this big, big voice, hey, hey, you. And I've turned around and here's Big Tall Martin standing on the side of the road, <laughs> almost running me over and not seeing or speaking to the guy for, for seven years. So we've always had a really, you know, really close connection. And he was my best man at my wedding and, and, and that as well. So, um, but yeah, our, our paths of, I guess, I think they've been aligned because we've all gone through the similar type thing. You were talking about, you know, his entrepreneurship into property and I was, I was, you know, going through the same sort of thing just after him, probably about six months on. And um, I remember the day. Um, I forget where it was. Must have been in Brisbane, somewhere in one of his uh, units that he was living in there. And I went and saw him one day, and there was just something totally different about him. It was just I'm going, what's going on? And he goes, well, I don't know. There's just something happening. And I went, okay. He just couldn't put his finger on it. And um, I thought, okay. So we 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 left, and we kept in contact. And he ended up going to Townsville. And that's where he had his his experience, um, or as he likes to put it, uh, the Kundalini, the the Awakening. The Awakening. The Awakening. What's Uh, a
1: Kundalini? Uh, We talked about in yoga, the rising of the serpent up the spine, the connection of the male and female energies, the Mm -hmm. the awakening, the alignment. So I met Mm -hmm. Martin in Townsville. He was a client and uh, we uh, went on a little bit of a journey. So we kickstarted that off. And then Martin broke into this beautiful space of love just Mm -hmm. around the same time. So from an entrepreneurial chasing the dollar, chasing the money, big plans, big ideas to uh, a very simple, simple, clear vision of what it's all about.
2: And I was going through the same thing. I, I started up into property developing, so always like you, like you said, you know, driven by the money, driven by the dollar, driven by the ego, you know? um, and that's what it was all about. You know, we've got to make as much money as we can. We don't care what we've got to do to get it, but we're going to go and go and do it. Um, and uh, yeah, when when Martin went through this uh, this awakening, it's. Um, it was Totally amazing that how a person can At changed. the
1: same time, you're grappling with your identity and who you are, and whether or not to fully embrace it. Mm. Martin's in this pure state of love. Like I can remember these mm. conversations, and mm. you were like, "I know, but I'm not ready to make those steps." Mm. Now I'm talking to a man who I feel like's fully fully you know fully open and fully embraced Well, was certainly certainly open. i mean i got a hug when we met today that wouldn't have happened seven years ago would it no, no, definitely no. i think no. there's a bit of hugging that <laughs> night there's, i don't think you were all that comfortable with it <laughs> uh well trust me now it's
2: uh it, it's all about the hug yeah, um, yeah that's what i'm saying everything's always about the hug. it's all about the Big hug fan yeah so um yeah uh the night sitting on the balcony and, uh, you know, contemplating all of the stuff, you know, going through what Martin went through and I thought, yeah, there's, there's, there's definitely something to this. Um, picked up the phone, flicked through the, the, the phone book, put my finger on the first retreat that came up and it was uh, a place in uh, Chatsworth um, just outside of Gympie, about 10 minutes out of Gympie, uh, called Heartland Retreat uh, by the name of uh, a guy called Les Dyer. Um Absolutely amazing man, um, and it's the, it's the funniest story. If you like the story, I'll tell you the story of the first conversation I had with Les. I was picking up the phone after I'd had two glasses of red wine, and and um, this little voice on the end of the line's come. Oh, it's Les Dyer here, and I go, Oh yeah, can I speak to uh, uh, can I speak to Les? And he goes, Yeah, yeah, this is me. I'll um, well, I was expecting a man, and he goes. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Just, I'm just a high talker. That's good because at that point it. I would have said, fuck you. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it all the time. I went, oh, okay. And I said, "Right, yeah." before I start this conversation, I'm just going to say one thing. I said, I've got to get it out there. I don't believe in God. Oh, bang. Bang.
0: We love this conversation. It. Bring it on. It.
2: And we did
0: good. Nine <laughs> minutes in.
2: <laughs> and And Les being Les just went, that's fantastic, Terry. You can believe in whatever you want to call it. Call it God, call it Spirit, call it Universe, call it Buddha, call it Allah. Doesn't matter what you call it; it's all the same story. I went, "You're my man." I said, "When can I come up? When's your next retreat?" And that's where it started. That's yeah. where the journey started. Yeah.
1: And what uh, and what happened on on that first retreat? Well, what what? There was a bit of a. I remember now. It's all coming back to me. Tell me the story. I got the goosebumps yeah, already. Yeah, the old story, yeah, yeah.
2: but um, yeah, look, it was it was something that you know. I, Never forget it. I'll never forget it. But
1: uh, Again, the, this just to set the, the context, <coughs> uh, entrepreneur, man's man. Blokey bloke. Married blokey bloke. Yeah. Brokey, Bro, we, bloke. we talk with a deep voice. Yeah, we yeah, shake. Yeah. We talk from the balls. Not like the other bloke. We don't <laughs> hug, you know, and then all of a sudden you're on this retreat in Heartland with this guy. And that's well, from we'll put it this way. The,
2: the Heartland retreat, there was 12 people and out of those 12 people, I was the only male. So there was eleven women in this retreat. Um, you and married, single at the time. I'm I'm married. Okay. Yeah, been been married for years. quite a while. Um, but yeah. So because uh, I, I said so, uh, one of the conversations of the, that I had with Les was, you know, I'm, I'm any other males going? Oh no, I think you might be the only one this time. I went okay. So like you said, you know, man's man. Don't don't discuss feelings. Don't cry. Don't hug. Don't do all that sort of stuff. That's the way you you know, males board up in the day. That's what you do. And going up to a retreat, which I had no real expectations for. You know, I was put the barriers up and going righty. Oh, I'm just going to go there and it's going to go and feel it, see it, arm you know, it see up, what, arm it up, arm it up, and just yeah. be you know, be be very. Uh, Brett came to me originally very armored. It was interesting. Yeah, yeah be yeah, yeah.
1: be very vigilant. Way
2: to put it. <laughs> um. So yeah, the 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 day that I drove, uh, well actually I, I caught the bus up. I remember that I caught the bus up, and Les has picked me up um, at the bus stop in Gimpy. and The first vision I had of Les was this little little uh, you know four and a half foot, five foot guy, uh, bald head in the white uh, monk uniform, just looked like a little Indian monk. And I thought, hmm, this is going to be an interesting week. <laughs> and the first thing that he did uh did with me was gave me a big hug and said how are you going oh, okay this is definitely going to be a bit <laughs> because i'm just going to tell you now that we do a lot of hugging here uh, so you've got to get your hug credits up uh, hug credit okay hug credit a hug there credit you've go. you got to get the hug credits up the more hug credits you get then, you know, the more you can give mm go then (laughs) when's the next bus out of here why Um, the fuck where where am i what am i doing here what am i doing (laughs) um but i remember driving into the place and it was like uh coming home Uh, it was the only feeling that i could describe it so it's an 80 acre property um in the middle of nowhere basically just outside you know 15 minutes outside of Um, just all bushland just beautiful setting uh, and it I guess it come to that connection of country, country, you know, connection to the land, connection to, you know, saw the horses, you know, in, in his paddock that he cares for. He takes in, um, you know, hurt and injured animals, donkeys, horses, you know, all that sort of stuff. And it just felt like home. It was an amazing, amazing feeling. And I thought, okay, what happens? <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was It was just It was a good experience to start, very with you know withholding being the male you know we uh you know we do yoga we do tai chi you know we do meditations we do chants we do singing i thought yeah no i don't do singing no but we do chants uh we do chants we do chants in the morning and the evening uh, lunchtime uh, we'll do some meditations so hadn't experienced meditations at that stage um but certainly thought oh, okay stay open to it see what happens uh, so we did the first meditation and that was that was quite interesting um, the first lot of uh, chants that was quite interesting I, I think it was very low singing you could only just hear me <laughs> and Les is out there singing as loud as what he can and all the other ladies are you know enjoying themselves singing these these hymns and these songs and I thought yeah, okay just go with it go with it feels okay
0: and, Why'd you uh, think that? Why'd you think? Let's just go with it. Had you, you had enough? Where Where yeah, were you at?
2: space? definitely it's like I said, you know, um, at the start it was. There's something else there. There's, there's got to be more to what I was doing, more mm-hmm. to life, more to the way that I was feeling, you know, uh, more to why I was feeling the way I was feeling. So you know, obviously what were what I was doing before I went there wasn't working for me. So it just got to the stage where it was either that or I'm going to go and do something stupid. It's yep. One of the one of the two. Which, now is this a decision
0: it? you made on your own or is this something your wife helped no. you with or well, professionals helped you with? No, no. Again, don't talk to the wife. Don't talk about feelings. I'm the male, stoic male. Don't cry.
2: <laughs> don't talk to the wife. About, don't show weaknesses. Don't do any of that. Um, so it was just, yeah, like I said, you know, whether it be the couple of glasses of wine. Yeah, okay, that one will be.
1: <laughs> or a mystical experience mm-hmm. where you were drawn to the right mm-hmm. moment at the a right time. mystical song. experience, yeah. And so you're on this retreat and you're going yep. through this process and it's pretty challenging to begin with. But then all of a sudden you have this little breakthrough moment, if I remember correctly. Well, it wasn't a little breakthrough.
2: It was mm-hmm. I remember <coughs> each uh, just before lunch each day we'd have a, a talk in the library. So it was a, a group discussion. Les would be telling his story and, and we'd uh, pick a topic to talk about. Um, and I remember this particular day De- les was talking about his um, childhood he's had an amazing childhood you know brought up on the streets of king's cross you know self taught um, just an amazing story in itself you know'd be great for you guys to get him get him on and have a get, get get have a chat to him um, and get Liz he'd Liz in, Martin up he definitely be, definitely be uh, into it um, but uh <clears throat> i remember remember him talking about his child and he was talking about his father and <clears throat> excuse me. And I, I remember tears starting to well in my eyes, and I went, no, I'm not, not in front of 12 women. This ain't going to happen. And he kept talking and kept talking, but he kept looking at me. I distinctly remember the whole time he was talking, he was talking to me. He knew. And uh, got to the stage and... Uh, I erupted is the only words I could put it. I was sitting on the couch and felt them coming and he just looked at me and he stopped and he just stared at me, stared into my soul and I just exploded. I could not stop crying for 20 minutes. It was unbelievable. I don't know what he said particularly, (laughs) whether it was him just looking at me, um, but I think there was some sort of, there's definitely, uh, you know, uh, resonance there
1: transmission between
2: something. the two yeah. of us um, but uh, from that point on the, the it released the valve uh, the whole week basically you know be whether it be a, through a meditation or another talk um, I'd uh, just release again so you know this is at the stage was 30 odd years of tears that were, were held up.
0: And, oh, another and river flowing
2: it was another river that was the the river yeah. people <laughs> um but yeah so <clears throat> from that point on it was everything was open you know, um but yeah it was just an amazing experience to to release that <clears throat> and then excuse me um had a number of other experiences there on the time I, I saw spirits on the first night that i was there i actually saw a spirit in the kitchen um, <laughs> This was about 2 o'clock in the morning. That freaked you out? It freaked me, something shocking. Mm-hmm. Like um, I walked into this particular kitchen. The light was out, but I saw the shadow go across the across in front of me Oof. and uh, the, <laughs> t- t- turn, turn the light on and the next minute the uh, cook comes out. And I said, oh, you know, did you just walk across there by any chance? And he goes, no, I'll just come out now to go to the toilet. All oh, right. And he goes, why do you ask? And I said, oh, I'm pretty sure I just saw a long-haired girl walk across. Oh. Uh, don't worry about it. She's, she's always here. Okay. So, again, 2 o'clock in the morning, first night. Yes, this is… back and pack your
0: bags. Oh, I'm going to I can't get out of <laughs> here. There's no way
2: out. So, you know, <laughs> I had to stay there. So, um, the, you know, that was, you know, the, the beginning. And each day something, you know, something happened. Um, the biggest thing, the biggest breakthrough that I had was… There was a lady there that used to do, was, was doing um, tarot cards and oracle cards. And she bought out a pack of, of oracle cards and, and did a card for me. And the card that she um, bought out was the ancestor's card. And the ancestor's card said, basically, they were, they're here waiting, surrounding you, waiting for you to come and connect with them. Okay. That's, uh, that's an interesting Yay. card. And this was just before we went into to do a thing called the chakra dance, which was to open up your chakras. Um, and me, there was another girl there that was uh, that did chakra clearing and cleansing, and she said, you're totally blocked. And she said, the biggest one that you got is your heart, your chest. Yeah. And I went, yeah, I went, okay. So we went into this, this chakra dance, and again, you know, here I am, 12 ladies, going to, Close our eyes and then just dance. Do whatever the music you know, enticed you to do. Dance however you want to dance. Dance. Stand still. Do whatever it is that you want to do.
1: Dance like no one's watching.
2: Dance like no one's watching. That's pretty much it.
1: I, I knew there were stories, but it's all coming back to me. now. <laughs>
2: um, this particular one, so okay, so um, close the eyes and put the music on. And the moment you put the music on, so each, uh, each chakra has got a different vibration, a different sound. Um, is it music or is it like just a sound? It's music. Okay, uh, music. Um, so different, uh, different parts of your chakra operate two different sounds and vibrations. And it started off, funnily enough, if you want to match with the ancestor card, with um, didgeridoo drumming and drumming. There you go. So it's a freaky. This is freaky. Um, and the moment that it started my whole, I call it the root chakra, so penis falls, started vibrating intensely. I just about opened my eyes and thought, can anyone see what's happening here? <laughs> is this is this actually, it was that intense. And the wow. whole and the whole way through it happened to each different chakra. Um, and it got up to um, my heart chakra. And this particular um, music come on. And I remember just dancing and I felt uh, pressure on either side of my ribs and it felt like my rib cage was absolutely ripped open. It was that intense that wasn't pain, it was just a flood of energy. Um, Wow. It was, it's hard hard to describe it but it was, uh, yeah, it just blew my mind and here I am just still dancing, you know, I'll just keep my eyes shut and just see what happens. Goes up through the throat chakra, same thing. The whole, by this time, the whole lower body was just on fire. It was just vibrating like nobody's business. Um, And it got up to my third eye chakra and it was amazing. It was the brightest, biggest colour eye that you could see. And next minute I saw my arms turned into wings and I turned into a bird and was flying above a valley and below in the valley was a fire with Aboriginal warriors doing a dance, a connection to the ancestors. That, Wait. it was just, and so it's got goosebumps from head to toe at the moment, um, just reliving it. I haven't told the story for quite some time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, the uh <clears throat> room. It's just it's yeah it was hey, you you're giggling around oh there, no, right? wiggling around it was <laughs> just
2: it was just amazing, and then you know in through the out through the uh the crown chakra and all I remember was just I was off I was flying, I wasn't coming back I was just out of there, and next minute I just hear this you know it's time to come back, it's time to come back it's time to come back no no I'm not coming back. I'm just I'm soaring I was just off and apparently when I finally opened my eyes I opened my eyes and I was the only person standing in the middle of the room everyone else was sitting down and I here I'm just
1: so I'm, I'm,
2: I'm floating I was literally I wasn't in this earth I That's was awesome. just floating and it took them about probably an hour for them to to bring me back I had to get grounded and do all that sort of stuff but that was yeah. That that was the start of the. That was the start of it all. That was the start of the AKA journey. Aka magpie, magpie. Yeah. Well, that that actually come into it because when I actually came home, I spoke to the wife about it and um, I was telling her was the, the wife story.
0: Spiritual? Or what's what's the is the wife? She doesn't admit that she is, but I think she is. Yeah, most definitely is. Um she, what just she think about to it. the blokey bloke husband going off to this little thing and coming back? Oh, she just wants it. She just wanted. She just, she Would knew. She be, yeah, she just wanted to be
1: better. Yeah, you know, to be me, to be loved. So when yeah, they
0: come home, what'd she say? Oh, she you know, just straight away. She Didn't know who I was.
2: Yeah, didn't know I had who that. I was. Um, Big time. But I told her the story, and she just got this, went white as a ghost, and and looked at me funny when I told her I turned into a bird. And um, I said, "What's wrong?" And she went, "I don't know how how to say this." I went, "Okay." say it. So she goes, well, what time did this happen? I said, oh, look, it must have been you know, somewhere between nine thirty, ten o'clock is when we're doing the dance. She goes, oh, okay. She goes, about that time, I went out to the car and was going up to the shops and um, I had the, you know, wound the window down the passenger seat and just before I took off, a magpie come in and landed on the passenger seat. Holy crap, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I went, hmm, okay. Mm. Not sure what that means, but... Okay. I was with you, honey. Okay. I was with you. I was, I was with you. Uh, and, wow. and so ever since that day, I, I go to a place in Brisbane called Carawatha uh, Forest. Um, and, you know, it's a walking track in the bush and stuff like that in the middle of Brisbane. You wouldn't even think it was there. And these particular... So I go up there to do meditations. And this particular day, I, I went up there, sat on my rock to do my meditation and closed my eyes and, you know, doing my meditation, opened up my eyes and there's a magpie sitting between my legs. Just sitting there staring at me. Okay, cool. And um, and ever since then, whenever there's something going on in my life, so my back to my connection with Martin. So whenever there's something going on in my life, you know, whether it be good, whatever, or struggles or challenges, um, I'll get a phone call from Martin. He goes, "What do you want?" Go, just out of the blue. Yeah, what do you want? There's something going on? I said, "What are you talking about?" He says, "Oh, magpie's on my doorstep, just squawking. I won't won't leave until I picked up the phone." Okay, wow. So depending on how serious it is, it depends on how many magpies he gets. So if it's something really going on, yeah. he'll get two or three magpies in his, in his front yard squawking and carrying on and dancing until he comes out and picks up the phone and calls me.
0: But going back to where I originally <laughs> started this conversation about the indigenous culture and stuff, what's a magpie mean in indigenous culture? Do you know?
2: It's, um, I don't know whether it's indigenous culture, but it's, uh, they're flamboyant. Uh, they're out there. They're very uh, vivacious. Mm-hmm. You know, they like talking. Um, yeah, so I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Uh, yeah, that's it. Oh, right. I, I'm not sure what the connection Drive the indigenous or. is, but yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: And so when, before, but more importantly, yeah. it's about your connection to country, and I think mm. it's, and connection to well, ancestors. I was just about
0: to So when before mm. you went to the retreat, yep. you, you were speaking earlier about how when you were younger about the Indigenous side of things and that, that you sort of left it, if you like. Did that come back there or did that come back before or after there? When did when did you reconnect?
2: Um, I started delving a lot more into it before I had – Before you went to the retreat? Before I went to the retreat. Okay. So I, I started opening up to it because yeah. Nan was a, a very big um, advocate. So she was one of the, the mainstays. She used to travel Australia – um, lecturing in universities about the stolen generation, mm-hmm. uh, she was one of the mainstays of getting the government to say sorry. She was actually sitting beside the prime minister when he actually said it. Wow! In in the parliament. Holy crap! Um, yeah. It's so huge, it? if you ever want to you know look her up, it's Marjorie Woodrow. Um, her stories. She's done an Australian story as well on her. And that's in, your in the story. grandma. She's my grandmother.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, that's mum's mum.
2: Mum's mum. Yeah. Wow.
1: So she she's well known in Australia. Um, very so. well known. What I want to get to—that's beautiful. And I want to, um, yeah, uh, more connect with, uh, with what would we call her? Nen? How would you yeah, Nan, call Nan, her? Nen, um, Is that when we talk about Indigenous connection to country and connection to uh, ancestors, we're talking about a, 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 um, an astral plane? And I know you're going to struggle with this breath,
0: but <laughs> right, I'm, I'm
1: getting better. There's a connection with people that have a connection with country that goes back so long that there's a resonance of history and story and song that is innate to their very being. And When they open up and connect with that, there's a whole plane of understanding and reality <laughs> that people don't quite get and understand. And so for me, this is just, um, you know, some people get it through yoga, some people get it through centre, but, but, but our Indigenous brothers and sisters have a path of, of deep, innate connection. Just country and and time and space. And,
2: she is. Yeah, and, there's none. Wow, look at that. And song. Um, it's, it's funny you should say that because it, I've never been really one for, for, for music you know, all through school, all that sort of stuff. But, um, so when I started looking, you know, and, and starting to reconnect with culture and stuff like that, my wife actually bought me, it's not a traditional incense uh, long didgeridoo, but she bought one from down here at Tweed Heads, which looks like a, a horn. But it's a, a round, like, shell-shaped didgeridoo. So I've never played a didgeridoo in my life at all. And she bought it one day for for Christmas because she knew that I was starting to, to connect into culture and stuff like that. And I thought, oh, geez, how am I going to play this bloody thing? You know, it's going to take me ages. Picked it up. This is Christmas Day. Put it to my mouth. Started blowing and got an immediate sound. Started playing the didgeridoo. And I've never played it before. I got actual sound out of it. Wow! Very hard to, you know, it's still learning to circular breathe, but I can get the sounds. I can do kangaroos. I can do all that sort of stuff, and I've had no, no teaching. It's
1: something that's ingrained clearly. The innate <laughs> it's, connection. It's you know connection. It's a beautiful thing. So mm-hmm. fast forward. You've had these beautiful experiences. You've opened up and you've connected with, um, you know, country and ancestor. And then how does this play out in your life? I- Look, I, uh, How do we def- take those lessons and move forward?
2: Uh, definitely, uh, you know, probably for the last you know, 12 months. I've um, you know, still got the battles, you know, or like I, I, I coined the phrase, I call it, uh, I have two sides. So I have an ET and an LT. And so my ET is Ego Terry.
1: Ego Terry.
2: And LT is loving, Lo- loving Terry. Loving Terry. Loving Terry, loving which is Terry. bigger. <sighs> It's definitely still a battle. I, I think you, you're always going to have, you know, e, ET there. It's, it's subsiding. It's good that it comes it's E-T, out. E-T's an extraterrestrial. It's just, there Extraterrestrial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ET. Yeah, yeah. E-T yeah, yeah. ET's in the house, and that's what uh, the wife says now. When you know, I get in those that that space. Oh, ET's in the house, is he?
0: Oh, okay then. Okay, LT, time to come out. <laughs> good, they can tell you though. Hey. Yeah. My wife does that now too. Your she wife tells wouldn't me. take a backward step, she? doesn't. No, she yeah. tells me straight up and down. <laughs> well, get your, your ass is, and see Chris, does Because you're a shit. <laughs> but the thing I find now is that I really enjoy her telling me that because in the past I would never recognise that. Mm. And that's what I say to her. Like if I've done something stupid, I'd rather know what it is so I don't mean to do that again. Whereas if mm. I continue to do something, well, that's just ridiculous. You know what I mean? I, I think it's really good to know that now. Mm. Well, I said to um, –
2: uh, I'm at the space at the moment so for the last 12 months I've been working through um, how I can further and go and help more people with what I'm doing yes. so I've always said with Les um, you know the people that Les gets it, at um, Heartland at the I'm moment now.
1: Uh,
2: at Heartland is <laughs> um, is mainly women most times that I've been up there the most uh, most males that I've seen there is, is two males at any one time uh, it's generally you know 11, 12 women or 15 women i think the last time i went there there was i think 16 people and there was probably would have been three three men um in the, in the space so i've always been talking to les about um you know doing up a program specifically designed for men you know, um, because we are different creatures aren't we you know so <laughs> i believe we are he has a different thought on that <laughs> well when i say you know we're different it's like my story you know it's that half, we don't want to really recognise the, the feminine side. Uh-huh. We don't want to recognise the, you know, that we need hugs and we need to cry and we need to express feelings and all that sort of stuff. So for men to do that, most men, I'm not saying all because going do to categorize, but most men, you put them in a room of 12 women and they're not going to say anything. Whereas they've learnt better. They've learnt better. <laughs> 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 Sorry, had to. So, you know, oh, oh, I've, I've had the... The urge, I guess, for me is to to want to go out there and, and feed my soul and and help people. Yep. Um. So I've been working on a number of different things, and I've just been letting it sit because I've just been unsure about it. You know, will I do it? Will I don't do it? You know, but it keeps coming back to it every time that I come to.
1: Well, let me what it picture. is that we're doing. Agpie gives me a call. Have yeah. Yesterday? Yeah. To have that chat. About maybe working on how that would look and what it would, and can probably try and conceptualize and grow the idea and see how, you know, whether or not I'd like to be um, a part of the process. And I say, get your ass down here and let's do a podcast on it. So I have no idea what the idea is. And we still don't know. We don't know right, right. now. So do so <coughs> yeah, so, uh, so you want me to release it out? Yeah, yeah you know, let's, let's, let's do that. it. Let's, okay. let's, let's use this as a brainstorming session okay. because we've been a part of a bit of this. Lately. Yeah, we're loving this yeah, stuff. We yeah. so, bought a brick.
2: So the. Indeed. So the name is AOK Every Day, uh, which is Acts of Kindness Every Day. Love it. So it's Acts of Kindness Every Day, Mind, Body, Spirit. So for me, it's an evolution. I've been letting it sit. I'm not sure where it's going to go, but I know that it, it's there for me. It's Acts of Kindness. It's not necessarily just about you know, committing Acts of Kindness for other people. For me, it starts with yourself. So acts of kindness every day for yourself. Mind, body, and spirit. What have you done today? That is an act of kindness oh, for yourself. We know that he won golf. So he won yeah, golf. Yeah, yeah. I won <laughs> golf. Very well. Thank you very
1: much. Um
0: what have I done to myself that's an act of kindness? So
2: for mind. What have you done today is an act of kindness I, for your I mind.
0: Took some time out this morning when I first got up and uh and I meditated for ten minutes. Beautiful. Did you
1: really? Yeah, Holy and shit. And I do that.
0: I sit there and I do that. And then before I go and feed the dog and do that sort of stuff before I get up, and I sit there and just go into myself. And, yeah, I like that. That was something for me. I um I like to do that now most mornings. I do that now before I go to the gym. And uh, so to me, normally my act of kindness to me is going to the gym. Yeah. So, so that's your body? That's my body. Kindness, I go to the gym at 4.45 every morning. So I get up at 4 o'clock and have some time for me. And then I go to the gym and smash myself and then come back and get ready to go to work.
2: So what's your, what's your spirit act of kindness? So your spirit act of kindness is, can be what have you done for somebody else? What have you, you know? what did you? humiliate the sure? guy I
0: played golf with. <laughs> is that an act of kindness? Normally I would have. Yeah, I'm surprised it's him. I probably still will, but I haven't yet. <laughs> kind of kind
1: of, are now. <laughs> kind of just did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Uh, I think from an act of kindness. So uh, one of the guys that works for me, it's his birthday last Sunday. So I made a, a point this morning of bringing him to golf and and saying let's go and celebrate your birthday and do all that sort of stuff so to me it was something for him which he would would normally be in the office and stuff it's like no come on we'll go out there and we'll do that and he really enjoyed that and that'll make him make his weekend so that's an act of kindness and and that's it you know so for, for me it's
2: it's about the act of kindness not just for other people start with yourself then you can do it for other people so it's What else, you know, what can be done as an act of kindness for the environment today? You know, Mm -hmm. we picked up a bit of rubbish. We've uh, got the dolphin, the the dolphin, dolphin dolphin
1: beer thing. That's it. Um, Is uh, having a beer with mates an an act of kindness? Yes, because we're here
2: talking about stuff that you would not normally talk about. Oh, boom, boom, boom. That's what the third beer is all about. That's that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. So, yes, most definitely it's an act of kindness. So that's the basis
0: of what it is. It's, there's a few other levels in there that, that this this thing can take. Um, Where do you want it to go? Is it a business? Is it a charity? Is um, it just something for you to make yourself feel better? What is it? No, it, it's it's going to be a business. I'm not going to, at
2: this stage, I'm not going to do it as a not-for-profit because Good. everyone does a not-for-profit. Profit for a purpose, mate. That's I, what I, should I call be. it a social enterprise business. Yeah. Love it. So the social enterprise business is, yes, we're going to go out there and we're going to make as much profit as what we can. Love it. But it all goes back to charity. Yeah, profit with a purpose. Profit with a purpose. So it's to go and we'll work with, depending on what initiative that we're doing. So if it's a mental health um, initiative that we're going to work on for the month, we'll find a charity that fits our ethos, is doing all of the right things. You know, they're actually giving back, you know, what they're trying to do to make money. Because you get charities out there that, you know, you here they give 10 cents and a dollar to the charity and all the rest goes to the cost. So... There's, there's a couple of other parts to it. Um, I've got another site that's going to be a sister site to that one, which is called kindnessfinder.com, um, and that's going to be where we have charities, organisations, people that have been vetted by us we will be able to advertise in, in that um, location, and people know that they can come to kindnessfinder.com, choose one of those charities and donate to those charities, knowing that it's been researched and that it's ethical and it's all that sort of stuff.
1: You know what I sit as I sit here, what I could envision, right? I'm just gonna put it out there. Let's have a bit of brainstorm. What do you yeah, Okay. Let's do it. So a Facebook page where I want to contribute some money and I can go through and I can read people's stories and I can not donate to a cause or to a fund but to directly to a person. And that's that's the other part
2: though where we're gonna take Little Johnny
1: up. has no soccer boots. Really wants to play soccer this year. Struggling, can't pay the bills. Needs a pair.
2: Well, they're the ones that we want to um, advertise yeah. on the kindness finder. It's not the big ones, you know, the cancers. Everyone's doing all that sort of stuff. It's and the other part of that. So the third, the third wheel um, is YouTube channel. Or um, I actually have a contact for a lady that does used to do TV programming. Um, is a show called uh, Search for Kindness. So the Search for Kindness is that actually that go out there finding the people that are doing all of this great stuff but are not getting recognised through Australian of the Year or they're just guys that are passionate about what they do. Most of them don't want to get their they don't want status.
0: And, oh, I'm with you. I can, love my, those stories. Them. I, lo- I love hearing that. Like on the morning radio station here on the Gold Coast on uh, Hot Tomato, no free ads, but uh, on on there they do a thing where we pay your bill, it's called, right? Yep. I love listening to it. Some, some of them are a bit stupid, but others are like, yeah, exactly the same. My kids can't afford football boots or I really want my kid to play hockey this year and I can't afford to pay for this. All I need $240. It's not like I need thousands and want to raise this. It's like yeah. I need 160 bucks, whatever the number is, and they ring them and they say, look, if you answer within three calls and say hi or whatever, then you get the money. It's like that sort of shit. I love that idea. Like I'd do that right now. If some kid needed football boots, I go and buy you a pair. Just because... Not for me, but for him, because the smile that that
1: puts on that kid's face. Oh.
0: Well, that's that's the act of kindness. We
2: went so last finding week finding those ones through the search for kindness.
1: About linking people who want to donate to people who uh, have, have a need. Exactly but not right. through a big charity. Not through a big charity. It's going to take yeah.
0: admin fees and stuff. That's we went exactly last right. week, and uh, we had the pleasure of, of being hosted last week at the MOB, uh, which is called Men of Business Charity, right? And they're literally just around the corner here. And what they do is they take kids underprivileged kids or kids that haven't had a chance or don't have a, uh, a male in their life or they've come from broken families or, or whatever, I've gone off the rails, yep. right? They take them and they teach them skills. Not like the norm. they teach them how to serve others, they teach them how to cook. They teach them how to be respectful and be kind. Geez, it'd be good to take a bunch of those kids on oh. a camp up to Liz's place. That's where I was going. Yeah, I was exactly. like, oh, I think that that sort of thing. And you look at these kids are doing yoga, Yep, they're doing boxing, they're yep. doing fitness, and they come for four hour sessions yep. at a venue around the corner here uh, out of school to learn stuff that you would normally learn at home.
2: And and this place that They use respect. Values. Oh, yeah. mate, it's, yeah, yeah. it was so yeah.
0: good. And like they had these Hard bricks work. for sale. And you bought a brick, and that was literally a brick in their new building. They're going to build their own school, yep. and like so, the third beer podcast bought a brick, not for the fact that it was a third beer podcast, because we wanted to help these kids. Yep. There's another brick in the wall. Oh man, I just I'm pumped yeah. now. It's like makes you feel yeah. so good because you can actually this place see these is
2: kids. for it. It's it's eighty acres. We, it, you could do so much on this place that could be developed on 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 this place. Where is it? It's uh, Chatsworth. It's like 10 minutes out of out It's of up for sale, Big Phil. ABA, it's, up, it's up for sale, um, but I, I obviously know Les quite well and he's uh, he's already agreed to me we're going to come to terms on, on leasing it to me awesome. if it doesn't go for sale. Um, but, yeah, look, it's it open. It, you can I think it's 12 bungalows. You can fit 15, 16 people there. It's got a big chapel, um, you know, you said it's before just an amazing place you
0: don't believe in God when you first met this dude yep you now believe in God not the word g o d um it's it's spirit it's
2: um it's oneness, it's everything we're all the same it's big belief you know the aboriginal heritage we're all the same we're all the, we're all the one thing we're we're the trees, we're the grass, we're the animals we're we're all of that you know and and, again, you know, part of, of, of the awakening for me, you know, I, I do my cards on a regular basis as well, you know, every day or every second day. And that's what's uh, forced me, I guess, to take action because I've been sitting on this thing for quite a while and I've been doing the cards regularly for the last uh, the last couple of weeks and the same thing keeps coming up. and I can't ignore it anymore. So I just have to go and do it. Um and it's awesome the, the biggest thing that keeps coming up for for me or keeps coming up in the cards is uh um, my connection to animals and since i've had um you know, I've always been an animal lover um cats is my thing
0: um not the ones without hair
2: no no well right. any, any cats I don't mind those but they scare me <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah so for me i've I've really connected to to animals and um you know, to my cats, you know, my my cat. I have a, a a ginger and white cat that just. I'm sure he's a dog in his last life. He just follows me around like a dog.
1: Dog cat, we yeah, yeah I, I, I can dog walk cats.
2: outside. I take him outside because they're, they're not outside cats, but I, I take him outside and just be with him, and I lay on the grass, and he's never more than a meter away from me. I walk around the yard, and he's
1: right behind me. It's just a connection,
2: and I, I keep bringing really all awesome. of it back to tell me, tell me the this,
1: Aboriginal. tell me this magpie man. Um, Were you happy before, happier before or happier after the experience? The man that's you here now or the man that was pushing to make a million bucks, which one was happier? Look, the comparison.
0: I think you still are. I think you're still pushing to make a million bucks, but instead of buying the Porsche, the Ferrari, all that sort of shit with a million bucks, you're looking to give that to people and be kind. Um, oh, I reckon that's the feeling I get from yeah, this look, conversation.
2: It, it is. It's like um, you know, well, I just had my birthday yesterday. And happy I, birthday! I, happy I birthday! I keep telling the wife, "Don't buy me gifts. Don't buy me stuff. The stuff doesn't interest me anymore." You know, but she likes giving gifts, so I can't take that away from her. So, um, you know, to to see the the beautiful car, the Lamborghini, the yeah,
1: it's
2: car's it's got wheels, you get you from A to B. It doesn't really drive me. Um, it does. Well, it does. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it drives you from A to B. Um, but for me, <laughs> um, I, I guess you're on fire <laughs> when I was doing the when I was doing the property developing. Yeah, look, I was happy doing it. Whether happy is the right word, uh, I'm not sure whether it is. No, it's like I enjoyed the renovations. I enjoyed the tro- property develop. I enjoyed the art of you know, making the deal. That's that's one thing that is you know in my DNA is, is dealing and and I'm very entrepreneurial. Always been very entrepreneurial, um, but now it's using that entrepreneurialship for, use, you know, good rather than evil. <laughs> if you want to use those for, two for uh, the LT, LT, the LT, not the, not not the, the ET. ET. So yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Being being driven by the LT rather than ET, um, but that, bat, you know, as
1: we all do, the the battle is still there with those two. Um, and I think there's a tra- uh, a transmission and a. Uh, uh, transition that occurs when we move away from um, trying to do and better understanding how to be yeah. and I think there's a quality of life that kind of uh, blossoms from that space yeah.
2: well for, for me it's like you know a sense of you know going from not crying not you know feeling no talking all that sort of stuff now I can be sitting there watching a you know watching a TV show and burst into tears I'll be listening to a song I what looked uh, listen to a song Yesterday on YouTube, uh, that was on X Factor, brought me to
0: tears. Absolutely brought me to tears. You know? I'm a crier. I <laughs> it's, it's like... <laughs> I, like to, I like to shed a tear with that. movies and sit like...
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, there
2: with a no. ...deer in the eye. I never never used to. It's like even now, the, the sun, you know, you're sitting there and, and uh, my wife Jenny Lou and I'll be sitting there and we'll be both crying and he just goes, <laughs> what's, what's going on with you two? <laughs> um, but look... I would say I'm more joyous
0: rather than oh, yes. happy. I love it. now, yeah.
2: um, Especially when, you know, I'm talking about this stuff that I'm passionate about, you know, exactly what we just talked about, about Heartland, about helping people. How can I, you know, get, you know, 10, 12 guys up, you know, whether it's teenagers, whether it's, you know, men up to Heartland, just to experience serenity, um, you know, not something that's in your face. It's, now we're talking about exactly what we just talked about here. You know, having yoga, having tai chi, having massages. Right, okay, this.
1: okay. So connection to country. Happy to come up and run some yoga classes for you. I'm a certified yoga show. Hey. But we could maybe get a business group together, group uh, mob, yeah, for sure. and run a mob retreat, and oh, all, right. on all, uh, all, you know, all uh, profits go towards uh, setting up a, a new. Uh, well, it it could do with a lot of uh, giving more. back, kindness venture. Yeah. Still charge the shit out of everyone, but move that towards maybe taking young blokes up and experiencing country, that type of thing. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, a, a, is is it, that the kind of thing you oh, want to do? Yeah. It, yeah. Leads, yeah. it leads it to yeah. anything,
2: you know. It's, it's you know whether I, I don't want to necessarily make it just about indigenous because I want it to be about unity. So it's not just indigenous, but it's part of who I am, so here you can experience. And I am talking to a lady. I have talked to a lady for a while called Donna Hanson, um, and I'll show you some of her artwork that I've actually been given. One of her artworks. It's called um, Raindrops in the in the Billabong, and it signifies exactly what AOK is about. Is that one drop in a billabong can have a ripple effect. It ripples out and affects everything else in the billabong. Um, and she's actually a counselor as well, um, Indigenous counselor. So I'm actually speaking to her about it a little and she seems quite keen. Well,
1: you've come on a, a very beautiful, interesting mm. journey, rather than, mm, I mean, yes, oh, it's been some fascinating journey. Do you got anything you want to add to those? i mean, stories I've got two things. things. One is yeah. that we're
0: in the process of doing some stuff uh, in with Indigenous culture at the moment. We're, we've got some uh, – we're teaching Indigenous kids how to do IT testing and get them into technology jobs. So one of our missions is to get rid of all the Indian call centers and make them uh, indigenous call centers. So out of places like Grafton and that sort of stuff where Telstra closed down the buildings. Yeah, well, the buildings are still there. That is not used. So mm-hmm. they're still kitted out. Mm-hmm. So why can't we bring in the local people to actually then come and, and we'll teach them and train them, etc.? And that's something that's a project that I'm working on at the moment. So we'll talk that's about that fantastic. one off. time. So there, there's that. a whole pile of stuff that, that comes out of the back of that, yeah. um, which really excites me. Um, but the other thing is, um, and you'll you like this, mate. We are just souls, and we've been given this to walk around in. Oh, yeah. you know where I got that from? The Bachelor.
1: Bachelor. <laughs> hey, the Bachelor. You're watching The Bachelor. I love now. The Bachelor. Man, there's so much. The Bachelor. Well, what a
0: legend! <laughs> <laughs> that's where he come out of that the other night. I'm sitting down. I turned to my wife and went, what "Did you hear what he just said?" And she goes, "Yeah, it's so true." And it was. It's like he was he was talking about something else, but it was the whole thing. Was he goes, "Look, I don't really care. It's just..." We're here, we're being given this opportunity, let's have a crack. Amazing. I love it. Wouldn't, you wouldn't fan. think that had come out of The Bachelor. <laughs> well, I know, but the thing is, it's just like a male. I sat there going, wow, that was pretty cool. When you're talking about sort of being one, and all, it's like, that's where it come back to me. Mm. Can a knife cut itself,
1: brother? Indeed, my friend. Indeed. Oh, yeah. mm. the, the cars that we've been given to drive around for this lifetime. Mate, thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming in. I, I'm glad that thank the you. universe decided you should be here. <laughs> Uh,
0: I tell you what, it's a pleasure to meet you, mate. I really, really uh, appreciate you coming to join us. And um, I love hearing about culture and I love hearing about what you're trying to do. And in the end, kindness wins. That's so that simple. Exactly and right.
1: um, it's it's across the board. If you're kind. Brett's uh, golden rule for entrepreneurship. Don't be a dick. 100%. Yeah, we, we love it around.
0: Be kind. That's good. Okay, so sensible, like contributing to your super fun with the pleasure of riding a supercharged jet ski. The ale balanced my refined malt undertones against the vivacious hop notes to round out a full taste and mouthful that defies its mid-strength nature. Perfect for those who like to keep a lid on it but still want to crack the top off a couple. From us to you with enjoyment. So what did we think of Captain Sensible from Bolter? So the way this works, Magpoy, is that we all go around, we, we have a picture in our heads of where we would sit actually drinking this beer and then we give it a score out of 10. So as usual, Chris, you're
1: first. What do you got for me? I've just spent uh, a lazy morning and meditating and yoguring and uh, I've done a bushwalk and it's that twilight evening. You know, the fire's just starting to crackle. Um, there's, a, there's, some, there's pots of food cooking in the background. I can smell it coming. Um, I'm still a bit, I've got my flanny on because it's starting to get a bit cool. That sweat on the body's just yeah. starting to get a little bit cool. I'm, I'm thinking about where my bean is and uh, a mate hands me over Captain Sensible. We're here for a long time, not a short time. So. Oh bang. So I'm gonna be here at four o'clock tomorrow morning, still cracking open and kicking on and having a having a yarn with some with some with some boys, with some mates. With Love some, the vision. What do you themselves? give it out of ten? I like it a lot. I'm gonna give it uh, seven point nine.
0: Seven point nine. Mm. Like it. What do you got for us, Magpie? Geez, I can't beat that. That was just so descriptive.
2: <laughs> How can I follow that? <laughs> Look for me, um, yeah, interesting taste. Um, I, I'd see, yeah, out in the bush, definitely, beach, hot day, you know, just come off a out of the ocean, sit under a palm tree, watching the water.
0: Nice.
2: Sit back, crack open the captain's table. Um, wash the salty wash the salty off night. your lips. Oh. Nice steak sizzling on the barbie. Oh. Nice um, I'd smelt that
1: then. I smelt oh. that. And I'm a vegetarian. That's like me at a low.
2: <laughs> S- sizzling away. Um, yeah, look, I could see myself uh, being quite sensible with old captain. And, what do you, what do you um, give it out of
0: 10, yeah, buddy? Yeah, look, I'd probably give it an 8.5, I think. Hey. Well, a
1: good, yeah, score. Mate, good score. not bad.
0: Mate, well, I'm a, I've just won a challenge on Survivor. I've gone to sit under the bridge in the little flowing creek. Ooh. And I'm sat there, and the I won a beer, and I got to pick a beer, and I picked Captain Captain Sensible from Boulder just because I read the side of it, and it, it was pretty impressive. But then I opened it, and the smell of the malt, and they go, "Wow, this is going to be awesome." And then I tasted it. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan. And it's only, oh, you were <laughs> It was nice, but I wasn't a big fan. It wasn't the nicest well, beer I've well, had. Well, which is your score? Well, I'm going around six, six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. But um, for a mid-strength, though, I think it's a good beer. I think it's a tasty mid-strength. It is, it's because it's, you can still get the full taste and you get all those, those I bits. I thought, on why, so though,
1: you were choosing a mid-strength because you wanted to have all your wits about your scheme. Hey. See, so, you no, I, I that's you all they gave it. me the bastards. But <laughs> well, that's all good. Magpie, been a pleasure, my friend. <laughs> Thanks all so nice. much
0: for coming down to see us. Chris, as usual, brother. Namaste. Nice with
1: you. And we want to get uh, your mate down. What's his name? Les. Uh, Les Dyer from Hardy Les Dive Most and, definitely. And, and Mr. Martin Helmet's going to come up and do his talk, so we'll have to weave these uh, threads together. Could maybe time. get Magpie in the room
0: at the same time. as one of them had four mm. of us in here. What do you mm. mean? We could do. The be oh, third beer with a second guest. Mm. The fourth beer. Well, lucky comes in a four-pack with a dolphin-proof thing. It makes more no do- sense because you've got all those beers in the fridge. <laughs> all these them. single beers in the fridge. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste. Thanks, brother. Peace. Thank you. See you, mate.